0: Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number 7 on this new platform. I thank God for this platform, and it's been a real blessing than the other platform. The other platform was a little harder to deal with, but you still can go on Spotify and, and the different ones that were on to get the rest of the... 35 episodes I did before these seven. The other platforms on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Bleakers, and Google Podcast. And I have some of the same podcasts here. I'll write them down for you. I don't know them by heart yet. I know one of them is Spotify and this platform. And so... We're going to do study today on the our Bible study on the the prayer pray for God's favor in our lives. This is what we're going to look at. And then we're going to look at in our God teaches us in different ways segment. Will you accept? Okay. And then for prayer request segment, we got um my dad, of course, my brother in the Lord, and he's like a brother to me, my brother Dan. And a guy we know in the neighborhood is Lloyd. And my like a brother to me. My friend named Sean. Then us. And then for my cousin. um, Margaret. And then also another like a brother in the Lord. His name is Paul. And we're going to pray for two Pauls actually. My wife's brother Paul because the things are going on. And uh am not going to go into deep with that. So we got a few things to take care of. So let's go to God's. Let's go to God in prayer and get started. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you right now. Take off. Coat of heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. Let everything that is said here today be what you want. Let everything be prayed today be what you want. And Lord, move the way you want. And everything that is said and done here, minister us and let us take it out to you. And use for the world for you. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're going to start with with the segment of the Bible study, and the Bible study segment is very precious. But we're going to go to the word. And it is the book of Exodus. We're going to go way back to the fr- second book, I believe. Genesis, Exodus. We're going to look at verse chapter number 3, verse 21. Exodus 3, verse 21. And it says, And I will give these people favor in the sight of Egypt, the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. Now, if you've been reading any time, the book of Exodus, we find that late in Genesis, the people of Israel, end up in Egypt under a Pharaoh because we know Joseph is like the second in command. We know that Joseph's brother sold him into slavery and he was sold into Egypt from the ones they sold him to. And he worked himself out, out being a slave and actually being second in command. And now when he found his brothers again, we found out that he forgave them because God meant everything for good, not evil. and. He sent for his father and, you know, all of his kin. And, you know, and his father's wife and everything. And they came to live in Egypt. They have open arms. But then in the month of time of they were there, the Egyptians started to multiply. And this is the time after Josephs passed away. And Israel, um, now Israel passed away. And the twelve regular leaders have passed away. But it left a lot of, even a lot of new generation. And it also, a new king, a new pharaoh, came into power. And he started to use the children of Israel as slaves to build their, their, um, pyramids and cities and stuff and we know during this time that the Pharaoh was even getting more angry and with things going on and he hardened his heart and and everything and Moses is being used here to put plagues and all kinds of stuff to, to deter the Pharaoh from letting them go but now we're getting to the point where God will deliver his people. And he's telling them here that Egypt will find I mean will find you have favor. And if we would read more extensively into that, but because of time restraints we don't, so I encourage you to read chapter Exodus chapter 3 verses 21 to the end of the chapter and you will find out more. So I'm going to kind of tell you what's going to, what happened. And verse 21 kind of says it for us. And they will give people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall come to pass when ye go, you shall not go empty handed. Alright? Basically what's happening here, what's explaining, that when it is time to go, the people of Egyptians will give them jewels, all kinds of gifts to go on with their journey. Alright, let me tell you something, Saints. When God is in your life, He can turn a bad situation and make it into a good one. And when you're leaving out of that bad situation, having your even your enemies find favor, give you favors. Just like the children of Israel did year as they were leaving and packing and going people were giving them jewelry clothing um, all kinds of stuff to go as they were leaving and reason, some of these people it was of god but some of these people might actually appreciated the Israelites for being their slaves and helping working with them and doing things so there kind of was kind of rewarding them you know when you find that in life even though that some people might be on the bad side the, the leader is treating you bad but it's not necessarily that everybody that is on that side with that leader agrees with it I was watching uh, Star Trek Enterprise... I believe part of last week. I think more like... Last Monday or Tuesday. And it was kind of dealing with religion. But not our religion. (coughs) It was dealing with... A false religion... In this expanse. While this leader was, uh, basically, he was called, the other people, heretics. He was a heretic. Even to his own people. I mean, he had people willing to kill themselves and everything for their cause of stealing the USS Enterprise. And, but there was one person, two people, actually, on this heretic side, and it was his right-hand man that did not believe exactly the way his Pete, way he believed. In fact, he they were they were thinking about killing off the crew and stuff when they were done. And he told the guy that he was wrong, and he said, "You know, you're being a heretic right now. I could destroy you too." So it kind of quickly put him back in line but then Archer act like he killed himself by being put into a transporter and we know what a transporter do beams them to another part of the somewhere else they beamed them to another part of the ship the leader of the of the faction thought Archer was dead Captain Archer was dead but then he caught the guy in second command talked to him and basically got him to help him So, actually, Archer found favor with this guy because he was so nice. Archer could have hurt him, could have killed him, could have took the ship back, but he wanted to help him and his wife do not live with the way this guy was living. Now, eventually, they found out when they got to their home world, Archer gets the ship back, he takes them to their home world, and they find out everyone is dead because of this horror caused war. the world killed itself and they were the only ones surviving and Archer and them left them there and but he opened his eyes at the end of the leader of the faction of what you can lose but we're getting that's digressing I want to go back to the first command Archer showed favor with him and he always been nice to the guy and his wife And they even offered medical help from Dr. Plox to make sure their baby was all right. And also, he started finding, giving Archer flavor to help him. He helped them take over the ship again. If God is with you, no matter what's going on in the situation, if God is with you in the end, you will walk out of every situation with favor. Me and my wife has been going through something I can't really go into great details, and I'm not going to. Maybe someday down the road, I will revisit, but right now. If I did, and it gets back to certain individuals, it could cause problems and stuff, and we already got problems after this. But this particular person that I'm talking about is causing a lot of problems. This person wanted something that my wife and I didn't want to happen. So I went to God in prayer about it. God is answering the prayer almost basically the way I prayed. And I started praying about it harder as we were talking about Israel wrestling with God. We need to wrestle with him until you get an answer. So I would continue to pray over the situation. But you can tell this person, even though something's come ahead to change some circumstances in our circumstances and their circumstances the person's not happy about it but God is finding favor through them helping us to get what they didn't want us to have, have. see God is, did the same things with the children of Israel we gotta realize God is in control God is going to give you what He promises you. God's going to give you what He says. When you pray, He promises He's going to answer. When you seek, He promises He's going to help you find it. When you knock, He's going to open the door onto it. And He's going to help you no matter, and sometimes He'll help the enemy give you favor to get it done. And that's what's happening with me and my wife right now. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. So if you want God's favor, first of all, you gotta be right with Him. Cause He can't bless sin. Alright? Second of all, you gotta pray about the situation. And you gotta keep praying about it. And sometimes God uses the enemy or the trial, to give you flavor, to give you sometimes your cake and eat it too. Sometimes they give you your cake and eat it too with frosting. Sometimes they give you your cake and eat it too with frosting and ice cream. But you got to be willing to pray and take the steps of faith that God wants you to do. Oh, I love this podcast so far. Oh, hallelujah. This message was pretty good. And I'm sorry for all the coughing. My allergies are acting up. So we came to the end of the Bible study. And what did we learn? We learned we got to be right with God. We got to pray about the situation. And we got to watch as God blesses you. And sometimes give you more than what you ask for give you favor. Hallelujah from your enemy or your person to come against you. Hallelujah. God is good all the time. And and I believe that. <coughs> now we're going to go ahead now and go into our prayer request segment. Um we roughly got eight people to pray for. And so... My dad... He's got an aneurysm on his aorta. So we're praying that God either stops it from growing... Or heal it. My brother Dan... um, Like he's my brother. He's like my real brother from another mother. Two weeks ago he had um a problem with his blood pressure next thursday this thursday coming up in the new week not the one that passed he's going to get a brain scan to make sure there's no uh, an- aneurysms or bleeding going on in his head like he had the stroke in the first place then i want to pray for my cousin margaret because she she lost her mother Around about the same time, we buried my wife's mother-in-law. And we're praying that... I want to pray for her to go through this emotionally. Then we got a friend in the neighborhood where we live. His name is Lloyd. He's got, he's got phase five cancer, stage five cancer. And he don't have no immune system to fight up anything. So we're going to pray for that. Then we're going to pray for my friend Sean. He's like a brother to me. From another mother. And. He needs a financial blessing. Or financial guidance. From the Lord. Then we're going to pray for my friend Paul. And he's like a brother to me. From another mother. Um. His back is hurting him. Really bad. And. He uh. so bad that sometimes he wanted even to kill himself so I didn't like that and I told him we'll pray for him I got to check in sometime this week and this is the last podcast for the week I'm sorry that we didn't get all the podcasts in but like I said we got a lot of family meetings going on and and it's cutting into my preparation time for church services and all kinds of stuff but this has got to stop so we need to pray for that too um, then we're gonna pray for my wife's brother, my wife's brother, my brother-in-law, Paul, as he's dealing with the estate on how to handle things fairly between the two, him and his sister. All right. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this day, and I ask you right now, Lord, to be with my dad, Jim. I He asked you to go down to his heart, Lord, where that aneurysm is, and touch that aneurysm and take it away Lord on his order, Lord you are the great healer you are the great physician and you're the great architect I just ask you to go inside his body and fix what's wrong and Lord I ask you to be with my brother Dan's scan test this Thursday coming up I just ask you Lord when they go in they, that they don't find no issues of bleeding no issues of anything I ask you to keep his blood pressure going the way you want it to go Lord and Lord, I ask you to be with my cousin Margaret, Lord, with this, with this loss, Lord, and of her mother. And she wasn't grief. she's been grieving hard for her dad over the last few years, too. We just ask you to give her peace and understanding as she's dealing with what she's got to deal with. And Lord, I ask you to be with Lloyd, our friend here in where we live. I just ask you to touch and heal him from this cancer, Lord, if it's your will. And Lord, I just ask you to help him get an immune system back so you can, you know, so he can live a productive, normal life. I ask you to be with my brother Sean, Lord, and his financial blessings, Lord. I just ask you to give him the financial blessings. His wife can't work no more um, because of issues with her back. And I just ask you to help him find a way to either get disability for her. Or maybe she can find a job. She can do sitting or something, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with my friend Paul and his back, Lord. And I just ask you to go inside his back, Lord. He doesn't serve you. At one point, he does accept you. I don't know how where his heart was exactly, but he did do the sinner's prayer. And Lord, I just ask you to touch his life and go inside his body and heal his back. And let him know that You did it, not Buddha, not Hindu gods, but you, Lord, and let them come to you. And Lord, I ask you to be with Ruth's brother, Paul, Lord, my brother-in-law. I just ask you to be with the situation that we're going in with this estate and let everything go the way you want to be fair to me and Ruthie and to him, Lord but Lord, we know that you're going to be okay with things and help things. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. God is good and he's good all the time. Now, we're going to go into that God teaches us in a different way. Segment and it's called will you accept but I know God's going to heal every one of these answers of prayer and I ask you to help me pray for these things not just on the podcast write these names down rewind the podcast to get them write these names down and pray for them even if you don't remember exactly what the need is pray for them because they need your help all these people do now we're going into God teaches us in a different way segment called will you accept okay and uh, there's a story as you know I read a story like God teaches us our stories and right now I'm going through um, a weekly journal of practical Christians living and this is the next story And the story comes from Nova no Vacation by Iona Keys. We will you accept. Pointing the remote at the television, I click off. I couldn't bear any more of the clamor and chaos. After weeks of sheltering in place, hearing of the plane of death and loss resulting from the pandemic felt overwhelming prayers for the sick for those mourning and for those losing their livelihoods and for those fighting the disease on the front lines flew up several times a day the shock of change and unrest now reverberated through our nation reminding me of 911 staying glued to the television the fatal day I have phoned family just the day I love you the darkness was propelled I recall another time to my life when the all light has gone from my life and God has sent messengers of hope my first husband diabetic had led to kidney failure and then dialysis we learned a kidney transplant was not an option. His heart test resulted to shock to us. He had suffered two or three silent heart attacks without any awareness of treatment. In his mis- awareness of treatment, his heart, so badly damaged, even bypass surgery was not considerable. We struggled to accept these life-threatening events, known knowing that we live in, live with a time bomb. It could go off at any time. Courageously and with his indomitable sense of humor, my husband faced each day without fear, savoring each moment. However, step by step, one day at a time, God guided us through the next three years of dialysis and amputations of his leg and finally, the fatal heart attack and came on a Memorial Day morning. My world shattered, my heart ripped in half, indeed, two to do become one, and a half of me was gone. After twenty years together, I long was along with the whole world turned gray. After a month off, I returned to work. Going through the motions, struggling to make decisions, through a fog, work was rewarding, and anchor, keeping me focused, and paying the bills. My golden lab' enthusiastic greeting each night made coming home to an empty house more bearable. Still, darkness engulfed me, surrounded to the need for help. I attend a hospice grief group and shared with others also suffering my supervisor recommended a counselor and books helped me understand his wasteland con grief the news of the world let me overwhelm so i was unplugged plugged the television turning to the psalms up for comfort turning to the psalms for comfort i recorded encouraging scripture in my journal and f- found a grateful to record each day i remember writing i must face the darkness but as summer turned to fall and the hours of light decreased my darkness increased family prayed with me and encouraged me to attend our church regional women retreat with them in the tri-city area of washington state so in late september we drove from oregon to a conference center on the Columbia River. A prayer walk was the first activity. The next morning, we instructed to go out by ourselves, pray and seek a message from the Lord. Following the walk path that would along the Columbia, I found a rocky point, jugging out into the river. Perched on a boulder, I observed the murky water swirling with colorful fallen leaves and bit of debris. Everything seemed to be dying and falling into the earth, being swept away. My eyes filled tears. My future felt miserable, uncertain. Without my husband, we had done everything together. I felt so alone. Pain seared my heart, and I found myself sobbing as I poured out my heart to the Lord. He even was silent, no words of comfort came. When wiping my eyes, I glanced at my watch and saw the time to return was near. So, message, but as I drew near the door to the conference center, a voice spoke in my heart Will you accept? Kind, at yet convicting, and Question startled me. Acceptance, a gentle sable reminder that I was alone. For he was with me, even when I heard no voice or felt his presence. He knew the grief he he he, he had wept. Eleven thirty-five, and he. Eleven, verse 11, John eleven thirty-five. He company, he comf, he companioned with me in my pain. The serenity prayer flashed into my mind. I ask, I need to ask for acceptance while waiting for the healing of my heart. As I found a seat and consumed to mull over the message, the speaker was introduced, a pastor's wife, shared her testimony. She and her husband had been traveling to a new pastorate in a distant state. When he suffered a sudden heart attack, he was like flight by the helicopter to the hospital where he died. When him gone, she had no home, without health insurance, and suddenly thousands of dollars of in debt and overwhelmed. She cried out to the Lord, and the Lord spoke. I am always here. I will never meet I will meet all your needs. Unbelievable someone stepped up to pay the twenty-five thousand dollar bill for the life flight. someone else provided an apartment, a job, an opportunity to open up. Her testimony humbled me and am- amplified the acceptance spoken by my lord. When she read words written by Andrew Murray that, that had encouraged her in the, her, this trial, I knew they were also for me, and God encouraged continued with the next speaker the lord instruct us to be courageous joshua 1 9 you can do hard things with god's help she reminds us of paul expiration to do to enduring suffering a good soldier of christ jesus second timothy 2 3 today in the fact of the return pandemic the same choice laid before me will i accept or can i ask for the serenity to accept each day courage takes the next step the wisdom to know my parts trusting that ultimately the victory is his hope budded and blossomed in my heart yes he is enough great faith is simply surrendering His to his will and resting in his peace he will bring good out of these uncertain times To in his time Hallelujah. Kind of goes with the the Bible study. No matter what kind of situation we're in. Jesus is there. And you will find favor when you pray. Sometimes God speaks to you. And he has other people speak to you. And then. God uses people to give you favor. Like that pastor wife that she was listening to. They had no she had no job. Twenty five thousand dollars in debt before her lift over to a hospital, no health insurance, and no place to live. Someone offered to pay the twenty five thousand dollars for her. Someone gave her got her into an apartment. And someone even got her a job. When you're faithful to God He's faithful to you. He'll even use the bad circumstances. To bring you through. We just got to be willing to accept. What's going on. And accept his help. Hallelujah. As we come near to this podcast. End of this podcast. I like to say God bless you. And if you're going through something right now God wants to know he's there for you accept what he's telling you and I know he's talking to somebody here today accept what he's telling you Father we just ask you to let this word go out help us apply to our lives and accept you and let you guide us not us, guide ourselves we ask you this in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah on that note, I'd like to say God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for being part of this podcast. Let God bless you. Let God help you. Love one another. Take care of one another. Minister to one another. And love one another. I am your host of God's Internet Church Podcast. I'm saying, See you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast number 8. and Which should be Monday. And God bless you.